This is a broadcast of SmallCapVoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. SmallCapVoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of SmallCapVoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice. You're wired in smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome one, welcome all to this online business briefing brought to you by smallcapvoice.com. And as you just heard, I'm your host, Stuart Smith, and we're lucky enough to be welcoming back to the show Oscrete Corporation. The company's traded under the ticker symbol ASCK, and we spoke with them back in January 2016, of course, here this year. And we wanted to get an update once again from the chief executive officer of the company, John Sproveri. John, how are you today? Yes, I'm good, thanks, Stuart. And you? I'm doing very well. Thank you so much for calling in. And when we last spoke, you were still looking for an investment to build a new factory, etc., move into some new projects. Let's talk a little bit about what's happened on that front to start the interview. Go ahead, John. Uh, yes, well, that's true. We were at that stage uh, looking for investment to uh, commence a factory here on the industrial estate in Rufus. And subsequently, we have been able to do that. We have a, an agreement for an investment of $5 million, equity investment. We start to uh, receive funds from that, in fact, in the next couple of weeks. Our first step, once we receive those funds, is to actually purchase land, a 10-acre uh, industrialist plot, and we'll, uh, cons- we'll construct a building that we can use as our production facility, and that should take us maybe about two to three months for the construction of the building. Will And then uh, within about five months, we should be able to start producing product. Well, very good. Now, when we spoke last time, I mentioned I'm here in Austin, Texas. And I know you talked about plans for another plant elsewhere in the United States. Let's talk a little bit about that now. Uh, yes. Uh, in fact, Texas has been on our radar for some time now. Uh, we've had, uh, we know people down there that have uh, given us a lot of information and are prepared to assist us in setting up a plant. We're looking at the San Antonio area to uh, be able to put up a plant of about a similar size to what we're going to do here in Rufus. That area in Texas, which I guess you Texans down there refer to as the as the Texas Triangle, mm-hmm. is one of the fastest growing economies at the moment in the U.S. So the housing down there is, vast shortage of housing down there because of the new projects that are happening, particularly the Port Project and and others. 
And uh, so it would be a very good place for us to set up a plant in the very near future. So as soon as we get going on the plant here in Rufus, uh, we'll start straight away on the one in Texas. Excellent. Well, I'm sure that's good news for your shareholders. Now, I'm sure they also want to know, you touched on the housing and the booming going on in San Antonio. How is the housing market around the country and internationally, since you have projects there, shaping up for you? Uh, yes. Uh, well, as you know, we we died uh, in the housing market back there in uh, just, just uh, 2008, 2009. And it's taken a long time for the market to actually come back. In fact, it's not completely back as yet. But it is coming back at a fairly good pace right now. There is a vast shortage of housing, particularly affordable housing in the United States and throughout the world. Uh, and we're in a position to be able to approach the shortages in a way that we can build affordable housing. Our style of construction uh, leads it to a, a quality home and uh, with affordability. Well, thanks for that update, John. Now, that's on the housing market, but I also understand you're able to construct commercial buildings. Let's get an update in that area. Yes, that's one of the things that uh, is important about our style of construction. We can produce uh, commercial buildings of reasonable size. In fact, in Southeast Asia, there are buildings going up using our product in the 12 to 14 uh, story range. So we can certainly build uh, all sorts of commercial structures like hotels or strip malls or you know that type of thing and our product is very much suited for that storage facilities so we can approach a lot of different types of construction even though our main focus is on affordable housing we're certainly able to look at a lot of other projects Excellent. Well, let's talk about another area then. There's big news, as we talked about it in the international. Big news is the project in Jamaica. How did you become involved in that? Let's go through that flow of business there and where you stand today. Okay, well, that is big news for us. It's uh, it's a $135 million project over seven years to build 1,500 homes. Now, Jamaica, like a lot of other countries in the world, has a vast shortage of uh, livable homes. And, uh, in fact, if they, if, if they could produce 15,000 homes a year till 2030, they still might just get close to catching up to where they need to be. So you can see the size of the market down there. I was approached uh, last year by a group, uh, PN&N, out of Jamaica. They're a, a development consortium. And they were looking for somebody to come in as a joint venture with them to start constructing homes down there. They had land available and they just needed to get to the stage where they could get quality uh, concrete-based uh, homes into the country so that they could start getting uh, catching up on some of this problems that they're having with, with housing. Well, and you've updated the shareholders nicely on that. Listeners, there is a press release out on April 28th talking about how the company is moving closer to that. There's another update, the 26th, on that. So you can work your way back through the news using that ticker symbol, ASCK. Now, there's opportunities for your company all over the Caribbean as well as other areas around the world. Have you touched into some of those other markets, John, yet made those kind of preliminary contacts or has anybody even reached out to you 
Uh, yes, in fact, we've had a, a number of them reach out to us as well as making our own contacts. Uh, certainly there's areas in the world in, in places like Africa, which at the moment is a little volatile and we probably won't be looking at, but uh, we've had an inquiry from Jordan uh, for the construction of homes in that area. Our, 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 I guess our direction right now is to look at the Caribbean area, certainly in the areas we've, we've had discussions with uh, Costa Rica and uh, we've had a, a company out of Mexico approach us about, uh, for building 1,400 homes down there. So we would have to put up a plant wherever we would do those sort of projects. Yes, we're looking at that very closely. None of those projects are actually in the agreement stage right now, but we certainly have a lot on our plate. But the way that we set up our plant is basically it's a sort of a standardised arrangement so that we can just take that whole plant development and, and copy it over to another site very easily and cost-effectively so that we could start up another project in another area. Well, John, as always, thank you so much for your time here today. Any closing thoughts or comments for the shareholders and listeners? Uh, yes, uh, we believe that our company has uh, a very uh, a considerable future. Uh, we'll be increasing our asset base quite considerably when we enter uh, into commencement of construction in places like Jamaica. And in fact, I have one other thing to mention on that Jamaica project, and that is that subsequent to doing this deal with PNNN, we took the reins and we invited PNN to become equity partners in our company. We offered them a, a seat on our board and we've come to agreement so that we are now spearheading the uh, Jamaican project. So uh, we're looking at uh, funding of about uh, $16 million, which we've had uh, four different companies uh, very interested in at the moment. So that's a big move for a small company like ours. So I would think our future is very bright. Well, what a great time to be speaking with Oscreek Corporation. That ticker symbol one more time, A-S-C-K. If you'd like to learn more about the business and its projects, use that ticker symbol to find the press releases for the company, which includes the web address for the company, Well, Once again, thanks so much for your time today, John. We look forward to speaking with you again as your company progresses here in 2016. Thanks for the update, John. Yes, thank you, Stuart. All right, for John Sproveri, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com.